from the book. The Great Secret talks on the songs of Kabir by Osho. You are like a man who keeps food and drinks safely in the refrigerator and eats and drinks whenever he feels hungry or thirsty. But you do not even know what real thirst or real hunger is. Think of a man lost in a desert far away from civilization. The sun is tremendously hot, like fire, and the man is so thirsty he cannot even walk a single step. He is in great distress, like a fish out of water. Every particle of his body is clamoring for water. This man's thirst is a question of life and death, if the fire in his throat is not quenched within a few moments he is certain to die. Do you really want to reach the goal? Have you ever really desired him? Have you ever yearned for him with that sincere and powerful longing Sri Aurobindo calls Abhipsa? The desire one has at such a critical moment is called Abhipsa by Sri Aurobindo. He calls it Abhipsa, not Akanksha even thought both words mean desire to show that it is not ordinary desire, to show that it is a special desire, the desire for God. Akanksha is of the mind, Abhipsa is the inner call of life from heart. Have you ever longed for God with the intensity of desire that a thirsty man lying in the desert feels? Have you ever yearned for God like that? Have you ever risked your life in search of truth? No? That is why Kabir asks. Sadhu, who's kidding who? Why is Kabir saying this? It can be understood by an Aesop's fable. How the cunning old crow got his drink. When it twas low in the pitcher, just think. Don't say that he spilled it. With pebbles he filled it. Till the water rose up to the brink. Moral, use your wit. Source, Crane Poetry Visual. From. What it means is that if you are not using your wit to come out of the illusion created by mind, then you are sure not thirsty. The words of Aesop or Osho are like stones needed to be dropped into the half-filled pitcher. Instead you go on collecting these stones as if when you will be thirsty they will be of your help. And at least yopes colon slash slash fablesofesop.com slash the crow and the pitcher are preparing for the future. But when the time comes then instead of dropping the stones you will hold them tight and that opportunity too will be lost. Why you will hold it tight is because you are in a desert of material life. Desert is used as a metaphor because a thirsty camel goes on and on seeing skeletons of other camels but keep moving towards the death in hope that one day it will find water. Now who has to take your turn? But there is no one else to inform it to. So in material world we goes on collecting sand which is wealth or power or position or fame etc. These are available easily and visible too and all others are also involved in it. The property of sand is that the more tightly you hold it the more it slips from your hands. Still the material life teaches us to hold tight what is achieved. The words of sages or mystics are like stones and the water is the blissful experience you lived in your childhood. This is why looking at the mystic you recognize something is familiar. His soul and your soul is same. It is like looking at the pitcher half filled with water. This is why even if you go on collecting or researching on words of Osho, Jesus, Buddha or Muhammad or Kabir. You are not going to reach to what you have experienced in presence of such a mystics. This is why in India even an illiterate person is imbibed with this knowledge that if you come to know about a living mystic. Then leave everything and live in his slash her company even for few seconds. This is treated as most pious activity towards your search for soul. Using your wit is experiencing by experimenting on the words of mystics. Then these stones are said to be dropped into the pitcher. Remember that no mystic ever said that to follow his words in toto. Use his words to experiment in your life because the water you are going to drink is going to quench you thirst. And your thirst is to see your soul or no answer of who am I? How you will receive is answer from them which is not at all related to them. But the experience of soul is similar because it is same for all. Then in that moment your soul gets immersed with the cosmic soul. Then you are able to see oneness in all, by your own experience.
This was my comments on his talks to help you understand and grasp it better. Osho says that. If I say to you that I am opening the door to liberation for you right now, are you ready to enter? Will you not say to me, please wait a moment, I have to go home for a moment? If you are ready you will enter immediately, without a second's delay. But you will hesitate. You will say, many things are still to be done. Many desires are still to be fulfilled. Your mind will argue, it will say, liberation is eternal. It is not going to disappear. Let me complete these few things first. They are here this moment, they will not be available again, but liberation will always be there. What is the harm if it waits a little? If I go there tomorrow or the day after, it is all the same. Let me enjoy this sansara, this world of dreams, a little while longer. The dream of liberation is very sweet and so you say you are not ready to go. You are always asking the way, but you really don't want to make a move, you only want to hear about it. And then you assure yourself that you are a sincere and honest person. I am not irreligious, you say, I am longing for truth. But truth is not as easy to obtain as some toy. I shall have to work hard for countless births. Only then will I achieve it. This is how you deceive yourself, this is how you protect yourself. There is no other barrier in your life except you. No one else is barring your way, you yourself are the wall. You have planted your own feet firmly in the ground and are making all kinds of fuss about liberation at the same time. Your thirst is not the thirst of the desert. It is a false thirst, a deception. If one's thirst is sincere, it is sufficient unto itself, nothing else is to be done. Then your thirst is so strong your whole body is one with it. And then the thirst itself becomes the door. When you call for God like this, He is not even an inch away. Your thirst is the path. Clamor after God with all your eagerness, with all your sincerity, and the meeting will surely take place. Sadhu, who's kidding who? But you are great actors. You play this game in such a way that you do not even know you are doing it. You want to have it all, the world as well as truth. You are very crafty. Then what to do now? Is the question in your mind. Hirosho is answering about it. No matter where you are, always try to look at things in their totality. Your journey will begin from there. Don't look at things in parts. When you see a child being born, know that, along with birth, death is also there. Celebrate the birth of a child and at the same time be sorry, it is also the beginning of death. When an old person dies, weep, but be pleased as well because it is the beginning of a new birth, of a new life. This deception is created when you look at things in parts. Deception is created because you consider the part as the whole. That is the deception. You create it yourself. Birth is not a false thing. It is not a deception. Death is not a deception either. But you think of birth as the whole thing and wish to obliterate all trace of death. From the Great Secret, Talks on the Songs of Kabir by Osho. Start reading it for free, https colon slash slash amazon.in slash zero kua, WPD. Read on the go for free, download Kindle for Android, iOS, PC, Mac and more. http colon slash slash amazon.to slash 1r0 labo.